So I know you're a big uh, Nintendo Switch fan, but Huge. did you find out, did you hear about that um, expansion pack they're going to have where you can get N64 games and Sega Genesis games and the Animal Crossing DLC all in an, ex- in, an expansion pack for the uh, online service? Did you hear about this? Nope. That's awesome. Are you going to get it? Sure. What's the DLC for Animal Crossing? Uh, some is- like go you go to um vacation islands and model homes for the stupid animals to based on what they it? want. Can I finally get that sex traffic cat or whatever that thing was? I hope so. Check the archives. <laughs> yeah. Ah man, I can't remember what that sex traffic cat name was. Raymond or something cool? So, something like that, yeah. So so right now it's uh twenty dollars a year for the online service. You get the nes and the snes things too which is nice you can play online with your buddies so we've all got that but uh if you want all that other stuff you know the the whole n64 sega genesis and animal crossing dlc and that's it it'll cost 50 dollars a year that's fucking crazy man Uh, i just want to play n64 games without going through the pain in the ass of pirating them yeah, those old N64 baseball games. Fuck, man. I want to play those. Yeah. Those are some great games. Like, that was the first game I remember. I can't remember which one it was. It was the first game that I ever actually introduced options for when you're, like, managing your team and shit. That was Ooh. so groundbreaking at the time, man. I want to replay whatever the fuck that game was. I can't remember what it was called. I think the series used to be called, like, All-Star Baseball or something fucking stupid, but it still had Ken Griffey on the cover, but it wasn't one of the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball games from Super Nintendo. It's a completely different franchise, but man. Hmm. That was groundbreaking at the time. Now it's yeah. in every single year of the show when you run your franchise mode, which is awesome. But it's all thanks to that N64 game. Baseball 64. Yeah, whatever the one was. I can't remember it. Yeah. So I was uh, researching and looking for something to pick for next week. Yeah. And... On Hoopla, they have a book that I'm going to pick sometime in the future just called Kent State. Is it about shootings? or is it about- it's, it's about the May 4th shootings, yes. <laughs> cool. It's, it's, a, it's categorized as historical and teen, so it's going to be a terrible, boring, <laughs> unfun episode that time. But fuck it. It's our alma mater. I'm picking it. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know they did that. It it what it is is brand new. It won an award last year. What? It won an Eisner <laughs> Award just last year. <laughs> I didn't know about this. How do we not know about this? This is a, this that's awesome. I'd pay fifty dollars a year for that. To read this one comic graphic yes. novel over and over again? Fuck yeah. Yes, that's right. Or I'll just pirate it from the website with my library yeah. card capability. Yeah. It's not piracy if you use a library card, apparently. I mean, it's it's borrowing their copy. It's piracy, right? In theory, isn't it? I'm I'm gonna say yes. The creators of the book are seeing nothing from me reading it, so I guess it kind of is. Yeah, dude, that's funny. They they should just do that with all the tragedies ever. <laughs> just make a comic out of it. Teen oh, no. drama comic. The, the JFK fuck. shooting, the Martin Luther King Jr. assassination. Oh yeah. man, 
make it a dramedy. Hit, what a hit series this could be. Yeah. The 9-11. All, all the greats. I can't wait for the 9-11 World Trade Center. <laughs> Me <comic>. too. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that. Fuck no. Nah. Man, I like that. That's funny. I should um play this drop before I forget. You should wait okay. until we introduce ourselves and say it's Giraffe-tober. And then you should play the drop on cue. Okay, speaking of introducing ourselves, uh, let's get this boat on the water. Let's set sail for fun. I, I played it. Did you not hear it? No, I heard the drop. But I mean, like, we've got the most like perfect tagline just right there on a tee, and instead of just swinging away, you just like drag blunt at the air like a fucking moron instead of like just teeing off on it. I know what that means. I know baseball. Sports references. Hey, dude. Of course you would follow. That's why I went with that route. <laughs> Sports game. Take me out with the sports. Buy me some sports talk. And crack I don't care if I never sports talk. Fuck yeah. And on that note, welcome to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week, we are talking about the silver coin, Jason versus Leatherface, and Batman the Brave and the Bold, Trial of the Demon or something like that. Or trials of the demon, exclamation point, which is a weird way to write that. Oh wait, that's the perfect way. Yeah, you should. You just didn't read it right. Trials of the demon. Emphasize that shit. So I had to scroll through a little while to find that episode, and every episode title ends with an exclamation point. Yeah, well, it's because like the old Batman like TV show, the text when it would be bang, pal, zap, or whatever, they always had an exclamation point at the end of it like emphasize how how impactful batman's punches were i assume that's where they took it from that's true i think that's where they were going like they just played the comic book show drop or wait hold on i gotta play this one this so we're we're continuing the month of I mean, the calendar is continuing the month of Giraffe-tober. It's not technically us. We, we are we have no allowing control over it to that. continue it. We're allowing October to commence. We can just follow that calendar. We can choose not to, you know. I'm going to make my own calendar. Fuck you, calendar yeah, right. companies. We're going to do something really scary, and we're going to start with uh, the comic book show. Fuck these comic book shows. Breaking format, terrifying. So the second you sent me the screenshot of the title of that, I was like, oh, it's going to be an Etrigan episode. Awesome. And then <laughs> immediately, there, there's Etrigan. I was like, oh, yeah, that was clear as day. I didn't know who that was. Oh, he, he speaks in rhyme. He's cool. I, yeah, I noticed that. I, th- I knew you would like that because you loved when the Joker did it. So I figured you would like that. Yeah. Etrigan was like a medieval like knight, and I forget what the fuck happened. He somehow had some blood curse that turned him into Etrigan the demon, and 
he, he transforms into him and he can only talk and rhyme, but he's a cool, badass, monster-looking toad demon character. So huh. he's cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was cool. I, I, yeah. He breathes fire and he looks like a demon, a monster with a cape. That's cool. What's, what's not cool about rhyme slang? Yeah, I guess he is slaying the rhymes. I wish I, I wish I actually bothered to take notes about any of the cool rhymes he used, but I didn't. Nah, no, I didn't either. I, it's, I, didn't I would have read that. one just now on cue had I done that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not quick enough to um, think of rhymes off the cuff. But anyway, this this episode started on Halloween, and Batman is talking to Scarecrow, and Scarecrow is like throwing pumpkin bombs at him. Little derivative, isn't it? Batman and Jay Garrick, the Flash, the old man Flash. That's an what old the man. Fuck I, is he teaming up with that Flash? I I didn't know who that Flash was. Who is this one? He's like the first Jay Garrick. Old one? He's like the original Flash. Oh, really? Okay. From like the Silver Age, like back in the like Justice Society of America, like the sixties or whatever. No. Oh. Yeah, th- this show is like very. It's very much like that sixties show, but like animated. It's very goofy and weird. Like uh, I thought it would be dark and gritty because like the brave and the bold, it sounds like more like he's going to start kicking someone's ass or something. But no, it's like, I guess they mean like font. It's like, oh yeah, it's bold. <laughs> like the pals and stuff. It is all in bold font. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 hope, I guess. Like, I really hope they titled their show simply after the font base that they were using. I think they did. Like Batman like, Times New Roman. Yeah, 12-point font, Times New Roman, <laughs> bold italics. Yeah, I, I think that's what they did. It's like brave. It's like, yeah, I guess Batman's brave or whatever. And, and he writes with bold font. Um, but anyway, that was like the only Halloween thing that we had. It was in the in the beginning. We had pumpkin bombs like the Green Goblin. And uh, the Flash gets all the pumpkin bombs and then blows it up or something. And then like just non sequitur to a time travel story where Batman hangs out with Sherlock Holmes. It was it was done sort of like a, a, a like a modern day sitcom style where like they have the cold opening. Yeah. And that was this solo little series story of like a, a two second like battle with Scarecrow and I forget the, the, the Scream Queen or whatever her name was. She she was kind of like a banshee powered lady. But and then from there it goes into the actual like cartoon intro and then it kicks into the actual episode. That was cool for a cartoon that's unusual and different. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's still about demons and stuff, so it's like a theme, I suppose. Like, I, I never really read Sherlock Holmes or watched any of the movies or anything, but now I'm sure that I'll hate it because he seems like just as huge of an asshole as Batman is. He is such a pretentious cunt. Yeah, they're both like pretentious as fuck. Like that's a, uh, isn't there a TV show with Benedict Cumberbatch as him and uh, that Martin Freeman guy as Watson? I don't know. I've never watched a second of Sherlock Holmes anything. I remember The Great Mouse Detective. That's kind of the extent of my Sherlock Holmes viewing. Oh, he becomes a mouse? I mean, it's like a shitty Disney knockoff of the Sherlock Holmes story. Yeah, they're just two mice instead of dudes and breeding. I mean, all you need to do is wear the hat, right? Like with the double monocle and the pipe. Yeah. Is it just a double bill cap? Is that what it is? Yeah, I don't know. That? I don't know what those hats are called. I have no idea either. We didn't carry many of those at Lids. 
Yeah. All right. And then I, I don't know. I didn't really, the show was a little goofy. I, I had trouble paying attention because I was like doing the dishes while I was watching it. So it was probably my fault, but I, I, I did it wasn't gripping me very well. I just had the itch to like get other shit done that I was trying to get done while I was watching it. So it just, it wasn't, it wasn't keeping me. What about you? Yeah, I was kind of doing other shit at the same time. Um, <laughs> like, like somehow, I don't. I completely missed how Batman like transplants back to the past. There's some he, sort of stupid spell or something that uh, Sherlock Holmes figured out because he's such a fucking asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they arrest Jason Blood, the human form of Etrigan. And uh, he was trying to solve this murder. Everyone else in town thought he was the murderer because he was a witch. And he had a pentagram type of symbol on the floor. And he had a little green toxic potion. And Sherlock Holmes was like, oh, no, this guy couldn't have done it because he's left-handed. And the killer walked with a cane in his right hand. And then he just pours the potion into the pentagram. And that's what transports Batman into the past, England. And, uh... Yeah, pretty much it's the four of them trying to solve this murder, and Sherlock Holmes is trying to beat Batman the entire time to solve it. That's his motivating factor, instead of like, hey, there's some heinous murderer, let's stop this crime spree and save people. He just has to beat Batman instead, that's his whole driving force. I like, yeah. I do like, I do like the petty cuntiness of him that that is what drives him to solve this murder yeah i like that too because he's like he should have like had more of a pissing contest with sherlock holmes that would have been more fun what's that one scene where they pulled out their dicks and measured them against each other (laughs) that's what i want i want more of that more dick measuring yeah poor poor watson had to like underneath undercarriage both of them to like get the full view determine the actual winner right and then there was this guy who was a, I forget his name already but he was the ghost in Batman's time he's a, a ghost character because he makes this deal with a, a demon a bad demon not a good demon like Etrigan but a bad demon who betrays him and he promised him eternal life but really he just killed him and wouldn't let his soul pass on to hell or heaven and so he's yeah, stuck in the world. I think does. he's called like the he's like the good ghost or the Grimson ghost. I forget his name. Yeah, something like that. So it's like a be careful what you wish for story. Scary. Who would uh, who would cut a deal with a bad demon though? Like you know you're gonna get fucked over and betrayed. Yeah, right. I, I don't understand why that guy is like surprised by the outcome. Yeah, you have to sell your soul to the devil for your blues magic or something. I think that's what he was going for. Yeah, so he could play the fiddle the best in all the land. Yeah. Then be featured in a oh, wait, no, that was fry. or something. Yeah. Well, whatever. Whoops. It's a trope. Anyway, do you recommend this show? Because I kind of don't. Maybe. I, I need to see more episodes. I, I don't know if like it's one brave friend of his per episode that's kind of like the impression i get from this one cameo yeah that's what i'm assuming it kind of is yeah hope which isn't the worst i don't think this was kevin conroy's batman though i think it was it sounded like a different batman i'm not quite sure who i, I didn't look anything up on it 
but it didn't sound like Kevin Conroy doing his voice in it. Yeah, it sounded different. Definitely wasn't that cuck guy from Game of Thrones. No, this this was late years before that guy was ever in the running for a Batman. And it certainly wasn't Adam West either, or George Clooney. So that's all we know. It sounded like it could have been Diedrich Bader who does him in that Harley Quinn show, but I it wasn't like a comedic version of him, so I couldn't tell for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to watch the whole series and figure it out. Oh, it is Diedrich Bader. I'm looking it up right oh, now. Oh, okay. All right, nice. We figured it out. Live. Oh, shit. John DiMaggio, Bender, plays Aquaman in a couple episodes. So that's cool. Ooh. All the best actors play Aquaman. Tom Everett Scott from uh, That Thing You Do. He plays Booster Gold. We'll We'll watch those episodes. Or I'll watch those episodes at least. Yeah, you can watch those ones. All right, anything else on this show? That's all I had. No, that was it. It was okay. It's not the best Batman show. Not the worst. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. um, Speaking of brave and bold characters teaming up with one another, uh, Jason versus Leatherface, right? Oh, I thought I thought this was your transition into Silver Coin to be honest. Because no. <laughs> it's a it's a dream team of writers all teaming up to take on the bold task of coming up with this one comprehensive story. But well, yeah, let's, Jason let's, versus Leatherface let's, from let's flip tops, a Silver Coin baseball okay. card creators. Yeah, um, this is a really weird book. Like this did not this this went in such a weird direction, and I I never would have guessed like that. Jason would be like sitting down to dinner with the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> family massacre people and like introducing himself and writing his name on the wall, like pointing to himself yeah, and shit like that. It's so what out of character fuck? for Jason, the entire thing. <laughs> He's it just seems longing out of character to be a everyone. part of this family for some reason. Yeah, like him and him and um Leatherface just bond on like a on such a level with one another. I mean, I guess they're similar characters. They're kind of like slow and like murdery and all that. Um, the only difference being that. So like when I started reading this, I was thinking about it, like Jason versus Leatherface, like this, it would just be Jason, right? Like what, there's not really a battle because Jason's like a superhuman, um, unkillable entity. And like Leatherface is just a crazy guy with a chainsaw. So, but you know, I mean, it's more like Jason, uh, meets Leatherface. Yeah, Jason befriends Leatherface and has a play date. Basically, they they have a weekend sleepover party, slumber yeah. party. I do like that. I like the slumber party. <laughs> and then and then it's basically Jason versus Leatherface's shitty, meaner older brother. That's that's what the real battle is. Yeah, that guy's such an asshole. Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker's a dick. He even has a swastika tattooed on his cheek, so you know he's a bad guy. Yeah. He's got ink. Well, I mean, he's got the swastika. More yeah. importantly, the other thing about Jason, though, is that he they they give Jason a lot of motivation with narration, where it's like, oh, this is how Jason's feeling when he's like at the bottom of the lake and shit, which I thought was pretty funny. Like, it just doesn't seem to work with the Jason thing. 
Um, and then like after they like establish like, oh, all these feelings, he's maybe he's a sentimental guy. He just like chops a dog in half. It's like, yeah, what the fuck? That's the, how that's am I supposed to feel to this. about this? He does that. And then he gets on a train and he kills the hobo guy who offers him. So this hobo guy, he offers him a snort, even though he's holding a bottle of like whiskey. Like he didn't have any lines or any bumps of anything, but he offers Jason a snort of it, which made no sense. But no, it instead doesn't. of instead of taking a shot of the drink, Jason just chops the guy's hand off and then cuts him his head off. And then he's got his dog Winky, who's his traveling yeah. companion. And for so no reason whatsoever, Jason just murders the dog because it nipped at his pant leg. What a fucking bad guy Jason is. And then like the whole entire rest of the story is trying to make him like this sensitive character that you can like kind of relate to and feel for, even though he just murdered a fucking puppy dog for no reason. It's very weird. It it is weird. Like I just don't know how I should feel about either character. Like I mean, I guess it's fine when they kill people, but then you like make them cut dogs in half brutally. <laughs> That's so, like that was the moment where I was finally convinced that Jason truly is a monster. Yeah. He really is. That's how I knew he was heartless, but then they gave him like all this heart and stuff, like in the next page. <laughs> yeah, but then so, they spent like, the entire rest of the story trying to like convince you otherwise. It's like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Forget about that thing that just happened. Yeah, just don't show me kill don't show me him like, killing the dog. Do. Just show me him killing yeah. people. And then I'm like, yeah. I'm on your side. It's all fine. you have and to like, do yeah, is just show him just like to... lock the dog in the, the boxcar and leave it completely healthy and alive, and that's gonna convince me. You don't have yeah. to like fucking cut it in half with your act or your your machete. Yeah, it makes no sense. Oh, the the other note I had about uh so Leatherface's brother hitchhiker, he gets like pissed off at Leatherface uh for reading his funny books and he's like, "What I tell you about reading my funny books?" And he's like showing the funny books and it's just like it's just Iron Man on it. It's like, "Why is that your funny book? Is Iron Man that funny?" Yeah. Is he jerking off to Iron Man? Fuck yeah. Iron Man's hilarious. As as we've been proven in those awesome MCU movies. That's true. I guess that version of him is pretty hilarious. It's just weird to like refer to that just Iron Man as your funny books. Should have been like Kathy or something or, or like um Garfield. Well, those are the funny pages. Those aren't the books. I guess Archie comics. Those those are funny books, Ooh, right? Yeah, like his Riverdale comics. Yeah, can't really think of any other funny books. It, Comic books aren't that funny. I guess. I mean, I'm sure there are ones that are specifically aimed at trying to be funny. I mean, maybe Spider Man. He's yeah. Well, it's he like at, like funny. superhero stuff is action. Like superhero quips are different i mean like like is there a three stooges comic book maybe that's what i want to see family circus the collected edition maybe garfield yeah garfield's hilarious fuck yeah he hates mondays and loves lasagnas he's like me yeah we nap a lot you know and i have an orange cat and i kind of want him to get fat like garfield feed him lasagnas I know that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna make him lasagna and <laughs> fuck yeah. I mean, you, you know what? It, it, I don't know if I talked about chonkers on here before. Do you know what chonkers is? It's that's a the subreddit. like ripped dog. 
No, no, no. Chonkers is like where people with cats uh, overfeed their cats to morbid obesity and then take pictures of it, <laughs> like post it on this thing. They intentionally do this? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, my God, what a chonker. Oh, Lord, he coming. Like the cat's walking toward the camera. <laughs> it's like fat as fuck. But um, I mean, it's like designed to be like cute and funny, but like, I, I just like thinking about the behind the scenes thing. It's like, you got to eat more food so I could get more internet points. You fucking cat. You point like, oh, he's so cute. He's so fucking fat. Jeopardizing the health of your cat just for a couple <laughs> like photographs. So like monsters, you're, you're I, no better than Jason chonkers. I know. Users. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you may as well chop them in half. Um, but yeah, every time I see an orange cat, on chonkers i i'm like man i really want to like like here eat this to my cat i give him more treats every time i see the fat orange cats orange cats like have the same stripes i've i've noticed so now i'll see a picture like oh my god that's my cat any picture of it an could be cat. if you give him more lasagnas i'm gonna give him more lasagna. that's your goal that's your goal picture <laughs> Earn post, lots of internet points on chunkers. Eat this fucking print lasagna. out, print out the picture and like post it right above wherever his cat bowl is. Yeah, like this is your goal. This is what you're working for. Yeah, chunkers. What else do we have here? Oh yeah, like, uh, uh, hitchhiker. Oh, go go ahead, go ahead. It's gonna just say the first time we were introduced to hitchhiker before we know that it's Leatherface's brother. He calls him a bitch, and I wrote down, that seems like a pretty bad, bold idea to be uh, shit-talking Leatherface of all people. But then, like, in the next page, they're like, oh, this is my brother. I'm like, oh, okay, that explains it. Mm. That's why you weren't massacred right there for having the audacity to talk shit to him. That's good. I do like, I do like Leather, or uh, Hitchhiker keeps saying shit fire. So, yeah, he does. It's an underused expression. Yeah. I like his uh his creepy room with like people furniture. And like have you seen that movie A House That Jack Built? No. Oh, it reminded me of that. He builds a house out of like dead murder victim bodies. Spoiler alert. Oh. Cool. It's wait, he uses <laughs> it's that to cool. build the house or the furniture in it's the It's like, you know, it's a symbolic house. Cause they're like frozen dead body just watch the movie my my brother told me about that movie and he's like he tells me that my that our third brother was like oh he said he watched it and it was really funny and then it comes on and we're like all right let's watch it and then um you know the first thing is like lars von trier and i'm like oh my fucking god this is gonna be a fucked up movie but i don't know in which way yet and you know it was it didn't disappoint it wasn't funny well it was kind of funny but like very very dark humor very very dark humor but yeah i enjoyed it anyway watch that he's like hitchhiker third and dropbox <laughs> all right the first night after jason sleeps over cook the other brother he wakes him up by saying stir your lump wait stir your stumps and take your lumps i don't know what that expression means never heard it i i i don't know i mean they're in texas so who the fuck knows it's like a different language. Yeah, Sawyerville. Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got? I think that's all I had. Uh, another cool new expression that I learned. This one I think was hitchhiker. He says you. Sh-. So 
after Cook stabs Jason after in issue three, after he finally like stops putting up with Hitchhiker's abuse of Leatherface, uh, he says, you showed him how the cow ate the cabbage. I have no idea what the fuck that one is supposed to mean, but I'm going to start using that all the time. That's my new, I mean, that's how my new you, catchphrase. Yeah, I don't know how cows eat cabbages. I guess I need to be how the cow ate the cabbage. Yeehaw. I do need to be shown that. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was shocked that they bothered to use like the word uncoth, which I don't think I've ever read in a comic book just means like awkward or clumsy but that was super weird just in the middle of this murderer versus murderer comic book story they used it so cool maybe it was in their um word of the day calendar or something yeah the the writer of this was just wanted to show off his like harvard yeah. education like this is what my life has become yeah just sneak something in to feel something still right uh, and then the very last note I had here, when Jason starts heading back to Camp Crystal Lake, they have a, a billboard like advertising it. I never knew it was in Vermont. I never knew all those movies were supposed to be taking place in Vermont. I, I didn't either. I, I did catch that, though. That's a long walk. I know. <laughs> yeah, because he's just walking back from Texas. Jesus. And yeah, like the the... Jason versus Leatherface doesn't really happen all that much. They're just like, you know, it's like the end of the Godzilla versus Kong. They just affirmative nod and then walk in opposite directions. Yeah, seriously. Like the very first time they meet Hitchhiker six Leatherface on him and then Jason overpowers him and knocks his chainsaw all of his hand. And then Leatherface is all like butthurt. Yeah, he's all sad that he didn't overpower him and dominate him like he's used to. And then the rest of the time, it's those two becoming BFFs while Jason just keeps sticking up for him against Hitchhiker, who's like slapping him around and calling him a retard. And it's just Jason getting angrier and angrier and closer and closer to like fucking killing Hitchhiker. And then he finally like shoves him across the room a couple times. And that's when Cook stabs him. And then I do like uh, Hitchhiker when they're at the gas station, they keep referring to picking up new victims as groceries. Is going to get groceries and there's this old couple who are lost and looking for directions and they stop at the gas station and Hitchhiker just takes this mallet and just bashes in the guy's skull with it which is the most brutal part of this little entire series yeah that is pretty cool but then later on he does that to Jason as well and uh, Jason's brains start oozing out of his head and they just throw him into the bottom of the lake and he just wakes up and walks home to Vermont the end yeah he's just like ah, he, i won't go back and kill him for revenge i'll just he let went him out be. he went out like such a bitch in this though like that was yeah disappointing but i would recommend the book it's fucking weird and funny yeah it has moments yeah i didn't Short. care for the dog chopping no nah, that part i could have done without man i watched that new michael myers movie by the way, as Halloween long as we're kills? talking about killers, yeah, Halloween kills. So and, uh, that would be ask you, like okay. in the in the preview for that they keep showing on Hulu. Uh, it looks like Jamie Lee Curtis is trying to like band together all these like previous victims from the old movies, as so there's a bunch of like I don't know, like forty, 
50, yeah. 60 year old like former actors who are just back for this movie. Is that what it is? They like team up to take them on. Yeah, it is. It sucks. Hmm. It doesn't, it like doesn't go anywhere. It's like, you just have all these like old assholes and the acting, the acting is fucking terrible. And there's not enough like Michael Myersing around. And it's like, I don't remember who all these fucking people are. There's too many movies. Like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I remember that guy maybe, but not really. I just, can you just do like a Halloween thing and like, they can do like reboot the series again with uh, Rob Zombie and just like get new people. I'm tired of all these old actors and it's like, okay, okay, we get it. You already did that. Like, how are we doing this for another fucking movie? I love the Rob Zombie remix. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. I I don't mind those at all. And then I hated that Danny McBride one that I think this is part two of the Danny McBride ones. Was that the one from like two years ago or whatever? Yeah. 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 That's the one that's part two of that. And I, Cause like we already did that. We already saw the fucking old lady and yeah. Wow. She's the first fucking whatever victim. I don't fucking care anymore. Just where's Buster Rhymes. God damn it. Yeah. Bring back Buster Rhymes and LL Cool J. How is Buster Rhymes not in this like group of old. Did men? he survive that? No way. He survived. He had I don't to know, probably not. I just remember yeah, the he probably didn't. My all time favorite image from that movie is it just says Kung Fu noises when Buster Rhymes is trying to oh, yeah. fight him. That's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Anyway, there, so there's like one scene that was funny though with Michael Myers walking out of a burning building. Um, and there's like all the, there's like this group of firemen. And then like, you know, he's got like this fucking axe or something in his hand. He's like, you know, they're like shooting it. Like, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. And, like, he, he's like John Wick. He just like beats the shit out of like 15 firemen <laughs> at the same time. And like this one fireman is just like trying to stop him with the hose. He's just like walking up and just chops his head off and takes the saw from uh, another one and like, you know, chops him up. So it was cool. I like that. He's, he's just, he's just really, it's, it's very John Wick esque. So just watch that scene. And then the rest of it, you can like skip because it's fucking stupid and doesn't go anywhere and leaves like uh leaves plenty of room open for the next direct sequel to it. Oh, so I can't wait. Can't fucking wait. Danny McBride. Quit the righteous gemstones and get on this. Yeah, I want to see that new Guillermo del Toro movie that comes out on my birthday. Uh, I have no idea what the fuck it's about. Antler or antlers? Oh, I don't know. Have you seen anything for it? Oh, dude, it looks awesome. All right, I'll check it out. It's got uh, what's the fat kid from uh, ah the the Nazi nephew kid from breaking bad he's he's like a cop in it it looks like and carrie russell oh in it. todd jesse todd chungus the kid from uh friday night lights yeah 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 that guy yeah, that dude's cool is it. he still fat okay i want to oh, watch yeah, this yeah. too he's, he's big man he just never recovered from like that whatever happened after breaking bad he just cannot shed that weight anymore it's so funny there's like the, oh man i love the memes about that one too there's <laughs> I saw one meme that it's like, it's just a picture of, of Todd, like fat from El Camino. And then like, they use like the fat filter on him to make him look even fatter. And then it says El Camino too. <laughs> All right. I have a couple of reviews for Jason versus a uh, fucking Leatherface. So let's hear those. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. This first one is two stars. Big disappointment. 
I love Leatherface and Jason. I'm a huge fan, but this whole story was was a waste to read. I waited to finally read about the face-off between the two, and it was so stupid. Okay, but this is for issue three, by the way. That was the only place I could find reviews. There was no winner, but not even a cool ending to make up for the pointless story. It's like the author just gave up halfway through because half the comic is a completely different story about a turtle. Not even joking, in parentheses. I don't, I don't remember the turtle. Do you remember a turtle? Like There's a turtle that swims by Jason when he's in the water at the end, but I don't remember a story about it. Yeah, like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. Like, there was not a, there was not a story about half of a whatever. But yeah, I mean, it is a stupid story, but I think that's why it's fun. This other one is five stars. Tops Comics does a fantastic epic meeting, three of three. Third book. I bought these comics when they first came out at a comic book store I used to go to around 1995 or so. Don't let the so-so cover art fool you. The series is brilliant and a love letter to Chainsaw and Friday fans. (laughs) It's just really funny because I think it's completely... Yeah, Friday and uh, Friday the 13th and Chainsaw. Just just dudes who compete in those lumberjack games. (laughs) Yeah, if you like chainsaws, you're going to love this fucking book. The three-issue limited series is Flawless, written by Nancy A. Collins and David Imhoff. Still to this day, I'm in shock this series was never adapted into a film. Uh, Jason vs. Leatherface makes more sense than Freddy vs. Jason. It doesn't. But if you're a horror fan, snag all three issues. It's a whip-smart story. It's very whip-smart. I love that. This guy's got a lot of like, this guy, I feel like he's trolling with this review. It's so stupid. Uh, why New Line Cinema, or why New Line didn't buy the story is beyond me. When you read the story, you can in-vision this as a film. It's really good where it takes place in terms of, uh, of, a, time, of a timeline. Jesus Christ. Who really knows Jason is chained at the bottom of Crystal Lake? So maybe after uh, Friday the 13th, part six, Jason lives, but on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre side, it's before the events of the original Chainsaw film, since Hitchhiker is still alive. But besides the old time continuity can be forgiven super quick, mostly because it's written so good and then like uh, 20 dots. Must have been, must have read epic, wait, wait, hold on. Must, oh, okay, must have, must read epic fail on New Line for never trying to adapt this series uh, close to perfect 9.5 out of 10. That was like a one sentence, so that was hard to read. Fuck you, New Line. Get on the ball. Yeah, fuck New Line. I agree. Whip smart. It is whip smart. Let's make that the title of this episode. Whip smart. That's what we are. Yeah. This guy's review just taught me how, just showed me how the cow ate the cabbage. Um, also, also funny to note is that the guy's name who wrote this review is Jason. So, uh, conflict of interest. I Obviously. Oh, you didn't point that out at the beginning. I know. I should have said, fuck you for not making another movie of me. <laughs> All right. Um, Oh, there was a there was a not joke in uh Freddy or um fucking Jason versus Leatherface 
you know, like they say, oh yeah, go do this, not. So that was funny. Um, so speaking of not jokes, there was also one in the silver coin. What was the one from Freddy vs. from Jason vs. I don't know. I only wrote and not how do you joke. know there is one? Because <laughs> I wrote it down in both notes. I wrote not joke, but I didn't write the specifically what it was. I feel like you're just making this up. Just so you could try to transition from one to the other. I know, yeah, that's why I did it. Not. Huh? Okay, silver coin. What did you think of this one? First of all, so it's like a collection of five different writers who all write a book about this weird possessed silver coin that if you spill blood on it, you kind of get what you dream for in some cases. In other cases, it ruins your life and curses you, depending on who wrote the story, I guess. But uh, the very first story, The Ticket, is written by Chip Sidarsky, who was the artist for the Sex Criminals series that we've read some of. That's awesome. I love that, dude. That explains all the dicks. Girls of Summer was written by Kelly Thompson, who took over my all-time favorite Hawkeye series after Matt Fraction and David Aja passed it on to her. And she's the one who did it when uh, it became the Kate Bishop story. I think we've read a little bit of that. She's also the one who uh, wrote the X Men Rogue and Gambit like marriage spinoff book that I think we I made you read. Yeah, we one read time. that. I love that story. Great story. And then 1467, that very last one was written by Jeff Lemire, the creator of yeah. Black Hammer and Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah. I didn't recognize the other two names, so I didn't take any notes about them. Okay. But they also worked the on this book. Ones. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Peasants. Yeah, it's like it's an anthology thing, so it's like a different story each issue. The first issue with like the the guitar playing guy, he's like, "Oh fuck, where's my pick?" Like he finds this old coin, and then he's practicing with the shitty band, and he's like, "Man, I can't even find a pick in here." They're like, "Just use a coin." And it's like I don't know if that's like a thing. I, I and I know you're not really a guitar I, guy. I have either, no guitar I expertise, I mean, <laughs> but I don't think that works the same way. I don't think you can just use a coin like that. Then he's like, oh, yeah, I'll use a coin. I got one right here. And then it makes him play really good. And then later he plays so good that he can't stop even while the building's on fire and he's on fire. <laughs> he like fucking scary. It keeps playing to where he's like bleeding and just like weathering down his finger. Yeah. <laughs> but he can't stop playing. And that's what activates the thing. Yeah. And like it takes place back in like the 70s. So like they're the struggling shitty rock band. And uh, the name of this band is called Running Red, which kind of a shitty name for a rock band. But he's getting offers from this disco group called Disco Hits. They keep calling them Disco Shits. Hilarious. <laughs> Good one, Chip. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then very end, he finally joins Disco Hits. And I love that <laughs> this thing it finally possesses him because it makes him the greatest guitar player ever is like the gift it gives him but then the catch 22 of it is that he can't stop playing when he wants to and no one in the audience can like stop dancing it somehow forces everyone to keep dancing and singing yeah and the building starts on fire and everyone gets trapped in it and then the firefighters at the end are all confused about how no one bothered trying to make it to the exits and one of the firefighters is like just rummages through fire rubble for anything of value and he finds the coin he takes it home yeah 
I wonder if they did that on like 9-11. They're just like looking for valuable shit to like sell. Oh, fuck buy yeah. Buy drugs with. They must have, right? Like that's got to be a thing. Of course. Yeah. Um, and then that that second issue was about uh, some girl going to camp and she was watching a, a movie with a, with an obvious Jason spoof. But this Jason had like a table saw, so that was that would like have a, been a, that would have been a, a way transition. better transition for you as opposed to the uh, not knock joke or knock. And then joke. she said, "This movie is really good, not." And then that really connected them. So like, this one was out of sync with the uh, anthology, though. This is my little issue with it because like, volume three, they tie back in that the place they find the coin was from the old dead firefighter at his uh-huh. apartment. So, like, I don't, they never really bother to explain, like, why this one takes place in the continuity at number two, as opposed to, like, coming back around, like, four or five, when it's closer to that other one in the woods where the girl just returns. Oh, no, no, that was the end of number three, sorry. But I think they should have, like, swapped the two of these chronologically, because this one, yeah, I do, like it's a great setup for a story where it's a girl just watching like all these slasher flicks before she goes to summer camp and like she gets there and she's expecting it to be like all these slasher flicks that she loves. I love that. She's just like telling her mom that she's like doing research so that she can survive the summer and shit. But like somehow she gets put in the camp bunk sleeping quarters or whatever with all these cunty girls and they pick on her and torment her all summer long. And so yeah, those are like, like the meanest fucking girls. I don't, yeah, I don't really get why the fuck she keeps putting up with that and not just yeah. making friends with everyone else in the camp instead of these torturous cunts. Like that, that part was confusing, but I guess yeah. because you only have one book to get your story through, you have to make sacrifices to the story, I guess. That's true. But like, I was looking like, oh, okay, so she knows how to like stop all of them. So I guess she's going to become the killer. And then, like, she finds the coin in the woods, and it drags her to this house, this random cabin, and it's she fights with, like, what seems like an evil version of herself. Like, I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell if, like, an evil doppelganger of herself, like, kills her in that cabin, and then goes and kills everyone in the camp, and then the very end, the doppelganger just transforms into her or something? Like, it was, it was a little weird. Yeah, it was. But I mean, yeah, I mean, the the point is she becomes the serial killer. And I, I feel like that was, the other part was just like part of her imagination or something or the coin making her see it. But yeah, and she kills all those mean girls. Yeah, she got revenge. Really, yeah, yeah deserved revenge. Right. They cut her pigtails off in her sleep. I was crossing the line. And they made her cook their s'mores. Right. Fucking cunts. That's right, you cunts. And then there's like another story with people like breaking and entering into a house and stealing the coin. And uh, the one guy gets all mad at the other guy because he brought like a girl and he's like, man, bitches can't breaking and entering. And I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so she, don't bring her along. She Bitches can't break and enter. <laughs> Is that true, Dave? Bitches can't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this yeah, this is the one that I thought should have been number two because the house they break into was the old firefighter who yeah. stole the coin from the first one. I just like that comment in that one. And then like uh, the other one where the other one's set in like the far future 
which I don't really get the connection to the coin and that, but like they have like these weird, gross cum worm eyes. Or it's like it's like a strain. Does. I liked it because it was like the strain. It's gross. I don't like those cum worms. I didn't like that the about the strain great, either. So gross. It was coming out of her eye. She's like, all right, let me get the eye worms out and like hack people's Bitcoin wallets that they access through their eyes. Anyway, yeah. That's all the notes I had, though. Oh, uh, and the final issue, though, was a um, very... Witch trial. Yeah, witch trial, which I'm I'm tired of witch trials. Why are they always exactly the same? You know, like the same thing happens every time. There was like some movie... Uh, that I can't even remember that came out on Netflix like a couple months ago instead of in October for some reason. And they had like a, a witch trial and it's the same as that movie, the witch. And um, it's just like boring and drawn out and stupid. And But anyway, that's how the, it's, it's like the, the origin witch. of the coin. What is it? I didn't like the witch. That thing was, no, the witch was boring as fuck and long and yeah, nothing but, happened. Yeah. That's well, like, yeah. Everyone compared it to Hereditary at the time too, or yeah, I think think that's what they did. But anyway, it pissed me off because Hereditary was like also like a slow burn thing, but at least more shit happened. It was way more engaging than just watching people that I can't understand speak in old English. I don't even remember what Hereditary is. Uh, it's like a demon possession thing, and then like uh, someone like gets their little sister's head torn oh, off fuck yeah the okay yeah that, that was the most memorable part was the <laughs> yeah. head getting ripped out when she stuck her head out of the car being because she's choking so he rushes her to the emergency room and then she <laughs> gets her head decapitated on a light post or something yeah yeah that's what happened <laughs> oh fuck yeah okay yeah that was a that's, that's, the, that trigger that's the, the one cool part of that movie right i also played this game called um the dark picture horror anthology or something um, and it was about a witch trial, like in the past. And he kept going back and forth to the witch. It was like, man, I don't care about witches. And that game pissed me off too, because it ended by just being like some crazy guy's hallucination. The fuck, you guys, just <laughs> fucking with me. And it's just like we just like got to the end suddenly. It's like we we, we were we had like a run in with the witch, and then like they run out of the house, and then like they didn't like kill the uh, anything or any mon- didn't kill any monsters or anything. They just like run out of this house and then suddenly it's daytime and they're walking down the street and the cop is like, hey, man, what's going on with you? And he's like, no, there's not just only me. And then it's like flashbacks like, OK, well, I guess that's it. Then I sent it back. Now I'm going to play Sonic. I didn't mind this issue, though. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't it just follow the same tropes is my yeah, problem. But it did them a little bit better, I thought. Like uh... they only had one issue to do it, I think, was an advantage true like the random little witch girl let's say burner at the stake the girl who sold her out who was like her best friend she puts a pox on her and her goat gets all these gross boils and like eight extra eyes it bites her and her hand becomes infected and it gets all boily and gross and shit and then like this dude shows up who, who was the one who executed the witch girl named cotton dudley and my one note about this issue was he just looks very similar to the cowboy killer in dead by daylight Oh, cool. Yeah. Hopefully you kill some witches in that game. I hope so. I I do like that the goat just stabbed its horn in the girl's chest. Like, I would have let her 
if I put like a hex on her, I would have wanted her to like suffer and have it way more drawn out and longer than that. Yeah, true. That's takes away the fun. That just reminded me of the uh, the name of the goat in that the witch movie was Black Philip. That was a funny name. Whoa, that's not cool. They're just like, hey, Black Philip, stop staring at me like that. <laughs> it was a different time. It, was, it was, certainly was. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> just calling your goat N-word Philip. Burning women for being too smart or something. Yeah. They're a witch, obviously. Yeah. It's still true to this day. She knows how to practice medicine. She's clearly a witch. Whoa. whoa, whoa, All all women who got the vax are going to be burned at the stake (laughs) if this was those times. Well, that's the only way to know. I mean, if they don't burn, then we know for sure she's a witch. Yeah, our bad. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Anything else about this book? No, it was decent. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't the worst thing ever. So, I mean, sure, it's worth worth a read, I guess. Sidorsky knocks it out of the park again. Read yeah. Sex Criminals. It's a great series. Better than this. Hmm. Well, let's see what the reviews say. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! So, yeah, there was two reviews. I think this was for issue one or three or something. or Something weird. But uh, I'll find out when I'm reading it again. So the first one is five stars. Excellent start. This has a really good Twilight Zone feel to it, and it immediately makes me think how great it would be if it were in the same format. Each issue presents one story like this with different themes each issue. I don't know of another similar monthly bout there. Probably means out there. But it's obviously not a new idea. But to go back to a magic coin each story doesn't seem as appealing to me. The reviews for issue two is way below the first one, but these are a good deal at two bucks for digital, and that's a bargain just for the art and the movement alone. And who knows, issue two could be a five-star for me. This is a five-star review, by the way. I don't know why he's saying like, oh, maybe next time it'll be a five-star. But okay. So you hook the reader, so they come back for the next review. I guess so. I'm dying to know what he gave it. Well, he hasn't written for... I mean, nobody's left any reviews on the other issues, unfortunately. Damn it. Uh, But there's there's one more review for this one, which is two stars. Boring, trite. This was a big disappointment. Short format doesn't help. Not much character development. Faustian bargain ends bad. But no meat to the to the story so i guess faustian bargain is like monkey paw type thing be careful what you wish for and context clues i don't know it's like showing the cow showing how the cow ate the cabbage yeah it is like (laughs) that i'm gonna use that anytime i'm completely clueless on what something means i mean just gotta show them how it eats it yeah just show them how the cow ate the cabbage my friend there you go right I really like the Kelly Thompson one, the, the Sleepaway Camp one. I would like a longer, like, full-on series or movie about that idea. All right. I liked it. Love bullies and murders and, yeah. yeah. Cuts. Okay. Murdering cunts. All right, so that's that's it for this week. So um, I think next week is the last... Let me double-check before I say these words. Use Use... 
the giraffes have black tongues calendar. Don't use that simple I am, yeah. calendar. Fuck that shit. Georgian. Fuck Giraffe-tober George. will end when I say it ends. All right. Well, anyway. Next week. Giraffe-tober ends next week. Giraffe-tober. <laughs> so what are you bringing in for Giraffe-tober 2021 finale? I am going to show all of you out there how... The Cow Ate the Cabbage with my pick. Oh, cool. Bitterroot Volume 1, Family Business. Whoa. Eat that, that fucking cabbage, scary cow. as fuck. How's that cabbage taste? All right, that sounds very scary. Um, I'm going to bring in the very scary book, Shadow Man, Volume 1. So I don't know um, what the deal is, but the writer is Colin Bunn, so you'll probably oh, like it. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm yeah. already a fan. That's how you eat the cabbage. Yeah. We're going to eat that fucking cabbage next week. So join us for that. Yeah. And the cows. What show? Oh, fuck. Yeah. The show. Um, Hold on. I have that with me. And as for the show, we're going to watch Young Justice Secrets. It's about Halloween or something. It's about Giraffe-tober, probably. That's perfect, because the following week, we're watching Young Justice as well. But it's the premiere of the new season. It ties it in nicely, then. Perfect. The regular months. Giraffe member. All right, so follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I'm at these to the God. Show that cow how to eat the cabbage. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. And go to SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music. See you next week. Bye. Secrets is that just the season or is that the name of the episode? That's the name of the episode, so just you know, go to the website. I don't know what episode it is. I own them all, don't you? Oh, okay, then you know, you'll you'll find it. It's called Secrets. I I know that one, I don't. You you told me which which season it's in. Did I? (laughs) That doesn't sound like something I'd do. (laughs) Shit fire, very shit fire. I'm gonna see if this is like a common expression, probably is in texas oh shit yeah it pops up oh well there you have it then you got your answer stems from a joke about an escaped elephant with a punchline that isn't that funny oh wait this is a long ass article never mind i'm just going to use it in place of things i don't understand like i was originally going to because i'm not going to read that entire fucking 20 page article maybe you should yeah, I could play video game baseball instead, though. You could do that. Check. Definitely will.